0: Welcome to the Be Insanely Great podcast, where everyday people talk about their personal and professional journey. After all, everyone starts from somewhere. Learn how you grow through what you go through and end at Insanely Great with host Daniela Fairburn.
1: Welcome to the Insanely Great podcast with your host Daniela Fairburn. And today our guest is none other than James Earl Thompson. He is my IT guru, your IT guru, their IT guru, he is a master marketing and business system strategist. I've known James for over a decade and for two times that time, right? So for over two decades, he has serviced companies within the private sector, the nonprofit sector, and the public sector. His clients range from RIA NYC to Generational Wealth Zone to Nations Bank, which is now known as Bank of America, also Nikebus. Chiropractic. It runs a gamut, his experience. James stands at six feet seven inches. Okay, so he is a tall glass of water. His sultry voice, infectious personality definitely help him stand out amongst the rest. He is such a good person, and it's my honor to have him as our guest on today's podcast. James?
2: Thank you. Thank you. Great intro.
1: Thank you. So James, tell us what you do for a living.
2: Oh, so for a living, I'm director of technology um, for a nonprofit as well as a tech and marketing strategist.
1: Okay. And when did you know you, were insanely feeling great at what you do?
2: Um, maybe two years out of college, um, I started realizing that I was sought after for the technology strategies that I was doing in corporate America.
1: Isn't that crazy? Like being sought after, was it during college you said, or after college? After college. Okay. And was that your was that the profession that you wanted to get into? Was that something you woke up and said, "I'm doing it," or was there a different path that you took?
2: Um, actually, I started out um in the legal um, field as a supposedly being an attorney, and then I got bored and switched to technology because it was exciting.
1: Well, I'm glad that you got bored, James, but I can see you in the <laughs> I can see the three piece suit walking up in the
2: courtroom. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So do you love what you do?
2: Um, two hundred percent. Um, I love the cutting edge. It's a it don't get bored, boring. Um, it's always something new. So hundred percent. And the education part of it, educating individuals on how not to fear it, um, is a great thing as well.
1: So who planted the seed for IT? Who was it? So I know you mentioned law was boring for you. So what what made you say, let me get into IT? Was there a professor? Was there a class? Well,
2: classes and then my mentors and coaches Mm -hmm. helped me along the way. But definitely um, once I entered college, the classes that I took kind of peaked that interest in technology.
1: Any regrets thus far?
2: No regrets.
1: All right. All right. right. Cool. <laughs> cool Many opportunities. Good. Good. And if you had to talk to James twenty years ago and look back, what would you say to the James of the world? Right. So those who may not know exactly what they want to do, or maybe on a certain path and realize it's not for them, it's a bit boring. Like, what would your advice be for them?
2: Well, my advice would be to embrace every opportunity as a learning opportunity. Um, I think one of the things we do, we kind of get caught up in this is the path that I have to be on Um, and that's not necessary. So we can always pivot, but always take each opportunity as a learning experience. Mm
1: -hmm. And I know you've worked with clients in the private sector, public sector, nonprofit sector. Do you have a favorite type of client that you work with, or how does that work for you? How do you choose who you work with?
2: Um, I normally, as far as favorite clients, um, what I like about what I do, I'm able to work in a variety of industries. Um, so it's not repetitive, but normally nonprofit clients or small businesses and entrepreneurs are um, the ones I tend to gravitate to.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is next for James Earl Thompson?
2: So what's next for James Earl Thompson? So um, I have a book that I'm releasing um, hopefully in October. It's a collaboration um, podcast I'm launching in August. Um, And I've also been able to now start doing JVs or joint ventures uh, with individuals that I've been I don't want to say investigating, but I've been kind of vetting. So now I'm starting okay. to close deals. Um, I call them deals, but they're JVs.
1: Why is it important to do your due diligence? Because that's pretty much what it is, right, James? Why yes. is it important to research who you're going to be working with? Have you had the... experience in the past that just weren't in your favor?
2: No. However, the brand is everything. So who I affiliate myself with. So if I affiliate myself with a scam artist or a criminal, (laughs) um, and we're in a JV, um, that reflects on my brand. So you have to make sure you are protecting your brand. So you still have to do, you know, your research.
1: Exactly. So you don't want to be guilty by association, correct? Correct. Okay, good, good.
0: Insanely great gift cards are perfect for your recent graduates. Whether it's mock interviews or resume services, visit danielafurburn.com today for details. Welcome back to the Be Insanely Great Podcast with Daniela Fairburn.
1: So I just want to unpack a little bit earlier when we talked about you knowing that two years in that you were insanely great at what you did. Um, How do you actually continue to be insanely great at what you do? How do you keep your, how do you keep, because technology changes every day, right? So how do you, how do you kind of stay relevant?
2: Um, So I stay relevant because um, number one, when I designed um, what I wanted to do, I made sure I was in a niche that there was only a few. Um, But in the technology world, You have to continue learning. It's always seminars, knowing the cutting edge, knowing what's the latest. So I think that's how I stay relevant. Um, With my technology and business background, um, you find very few of us that can merge technology and business efficiently and able to break it down to the point that a non-techie person understands it.
1: Non-techie such as myself. (laughs) <laughs> right because it has come in quite handy i have to say reaching out to you james because of your approach because you were able to simplify things in a way in which i understand i know what i need to have done for my business right. and i would say james i need to get this done and you would say okay well this is what you need to have in place and that makes so much sense and i think most people think yeah. they have the the shiny stuff at the end but how do they actually work on things in the back end right so you provide those services for yes. for someone being able to know what they have to do in the back end.
2: Correct. And I do that because a lot of times with technology, um, we find ourselves, it's kind of like the creative world, right? Okay. Um, if you don't know what you want, we're going to give you the latest and you mm-hmm. may not necessarily need the latest. So that's why my approach is to educate the individual on knowing what their requirements are. Versus just coming to an individual like me and saying I need to have this as the end goal and I just put you in the latest. It's kind of like you're going to a car salesperson telling them you want a car instead of them putting you in a Hyundai. They put you in a Lexus because they're <laughs> trying to get that commission. Um, I look at it like that.
1: That's a great analogy. It is so good because, of course, Lexus is very nice. But for your pockets, it really is not so <laughs> nice. It may not be correct. Exactly. hmm I would love to know what your, if you had to say there was one person or a few people that really helped you become who you are today, who would you attribute your insanely greatness to?
2: Um, definitely family at the beginning, but the core of it all is once I began, it's my mentors and my coaches. Um, And I have had many, um, not because they, you know, I'm a person that can't be worked with, but as I grow, um, the type of mentoring and coaching that I need also changes. So I, you know, those individuals have greatly contributed to my success, especially holding me accountable and individuals like you as well. Well, why me james why why well so when i say mentoring and coaching um i don't want the the audience to think that it has to be a professional mentor or coach um, you and i we had a partnership and then we were accountability partners so you still need the accountability partners which are also your friends that will push you Um, It's all about who you align yourself with. Um, And I think you need the mentors, which serves a different purpose as a coach. And then you need the accountability Um, because sometimes we just need day-to-day accountability, such as what we had.
1: Isn't that the truth? You know, there are times where, I think just in life, there are people who may not believe in your dreams. And because of that, they're oftentimes the naysayers when in actuality, you know what you can achieve. And so being around people who don't see that for you can be to your detriment. And so surrounding yourself with mentors, with those who are successful in different areas can definitely push you to that point. And that's why you would need mentorships for different seasons of your life. Wouldn't you agree?
2: I agree. Totally. hundred percent.
1: And so how can our listeners connect with you?
2: Um, you can cor- connect with me on jameserothompson.com, click on the contact us, and schedule a appointment, um, get on my calendar, and I'll speak with you about your IT needs and strategy.
1: You are so IT. You know why I say that, James? Because oftentimes, it's- persons may say, okay, just you know, go on my website and reach out to me. And you're like, well, go on contact us, click there, click on my calendar. That just speaks to who you are. So I thank you for explaining that. Um, for those who may not know how, right? Um, Okay, so any parting words before we say bye to our listeners?
2: Um, Just embrace each experience as a learning experience. Um, We should never fear anything. Um, And I only say that because with your YouTubes, your TikToks, education is all around us. So we just have to embrace what we fear and use the education um, that we have to overcome
1: those fears. Why, thank you so much, Mr. James Earl Thompson. Master Marketing and Business System Strategist. It was so great having James on today's podcast. He shows us how pivoting is a part of life. So I want you to think about the biggest takeaways from today's episode. What comes to mind right away for me is the old adage, love what you do and you never work a day in your life. The second would be educating yourself because there's so many resources available at your fingertips, which are also free of charge. And thirdly, is making sure you surround yourself with those who can push you further. So here is my challenge for you between now and the next episode. Who is your mentor? This is someone who you go to for advice oftentimes for different things. And you have different mentors, right? Mentor for your personal journey, mentor for your professional journey, and who is also your accountability partner. So who is someone who is holding you to your commitments, your promises? Who is someone that's going to say, listen, you said this last week. What are you up to this week? I want you to think about that. So please join me again for our next episode every last thursday of the month until then be insanely great
0: thank you for being a part of today's be insanely great podcast visit danielaferborn.com to learn more until next time be insanely great